This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the Resurrection of the Lord, Easter Sunday. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter proceeded to speak and said, You know what has happened all over Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. This man God raised on the third day and granted that he be visible, not to all the people, but to us, the witnesses chosen by God in advance, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commissioned us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him will receive forgiveness of sins through his name. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Israel say, his mercy endures forever. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. The right hand of the Lord has struck with power. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord this has been done. It is wonderful in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, if then you were raised with Christ, seek what is above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Think of what is above, not of what is on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ your life appears, then you too will appear with him in glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The sequence. Christians to the Paschal victim, offer your thankful praises. A lamb the sheep redeems, Christ, who only is sinless, reconciles sinners to the Father. Death and life have contended in that combat stupendous. The Prince of Life who died reigns immortal. 
Speak, Mary, declaring what you saw wayfaring. The tomb of Christ who is living, the glory of Jesus' resurrection. Bright angels attesting, the shroud and napkin resting. Yes, Christ, my hope is arisen, to Galilee he goes before you. Christ indeed from death is risen, our new life obtaining. Have mercy, Victor King, ever reigning. Amen. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On that first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloth there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloth there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloth, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Happy Easter to you, Carla. Thank you, Kevin. Happy Easter. And to yes. everyone, all of our Sunday commentary listeners. And Happy Easter's Easter. not a day. Easter is a season. We have 50 days of celebrating. It's going on till June 5th. Wow. Till, till Pentecost Sunday. So we've got lots of celebrating to do. That's because there ain't no party like a Catholic party. <laughs> you got That's that. That's what we got. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, I want to talk a little bit, just reflect a little bit on Easter. You know, on in 1 Corinthians, chapter 15 verse 14 saint paul tells us if christ had not been raised then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain so in other words without the resurrection of christ christmas would simply be a day upon which a most unusual man was born and good friday would just be the day upon which that unusual man was put to death But Jesus did resurrect. Jesus did rise from the dead, proving once and for all that he is truly God-made man. And he suffered and he died for our sins. And that in his rising from the dead, he restored the promise of eternal life to those who love him and keep his commands. And I also want to say a great big welcome to all the catechumens who were newly baptized at Easter Vigil Mass and the candidates who've come into the fullness of the faith. Yes, indeed, a hearty welcome into the fullness of the faith. And I tell you what, a great habit for your your new folks is to start, make sure you continue listening to the Sunday commentary. (laughs) That's the way you go ahead because we want to bring you nothing but the truth of the gospel here. And, And really, indeed, Easter is the most important event on our church calendar. I mean, our resurre- this resurrection is our hope. Our eternity depends on it. That's how important this is. And what a beautiful season it is, as you mentioned that. That's beautiful. And, and in fact, during this Easter season, all first readings uh, come from the Acts of the Apostles during this whole season, these 50 days until Pentecost. Yeah. 
And I'll start with the first reading, the, uh, the reading from the Acts of the Apostles. And we hear in this reading a firsthand account from an eyewitness to the resurrection, which is a testimony to the divinity of Jesus. Peter tells us that Jesus was crucified, died, and was buried, and that on the third day, he rose from the dead. Exactly. And, and you know, one of the things we see here, Peter speaking very boldly. Okay, because this was very different than a few days ago <laughs> when Peter was a, you know, a very scared Peter. But one of the things I think he does that's important here is he says here, we are witnesses of all that he did. And I, I really think that that defines his credibility and his leadership. So he's speaking from this position of authority here. And he says, you know, we were with him who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. This is indeed a real person, not a spirit, not a ghost. And then he said something I think is incredibly important. He commissioned us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. And I think that's important because we see here on, many times we just associate uh, that the uh, the Bible's always been around, right? We've always have <laughs> the 46 books in the Old Testament, the 27 in the New. It's in one nice little bound thing. Um, but that's, of course, not exactly what happened here. And there's a quote from an Anglican bishop called Dr. Westcott. And I think this is important because it talks about the work of the apostles. It says here, the first work of the apostles and that out of which all other functions grew was to deliver in living words a personal testimony to the cardinal facts of the gospel, the ministry, the death, and the resurrection of the Lord. It is only in the course of time and under the influence of external circumstances that we, they committed their testimony or any part of it to writing. Their peculiar duty was to preach. And how true that is. We know, we see in scripture, how the church preceded the Bible. And in fact, Martin Luther wrote this when he has its from his commentary on St. John in chapter 16. We are obliged to yield many things to the papists, that they possess the word of God, which we receive from them. Otherwise, we should have known nothing at all about it. So indeed, what a beautiful way. They, the, God, the apostles were there to preach the gospel. And in fact, we see at the end of this, to, to him all the prophets bear witness, of course, to Christ. Jesus is the fulfillment of, of all of the prophets' teachings. And what a wonderful day we have here on this Easter Sunday to celebrate all that all that joy and all that hope that Christ gives us. Well, let's go ahead and move to the second gospel. We see here from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. A small or a short reading, but something that has a lot of meat to it, doesn't it? Yeah, the second reading. Um, yeah, a letter from St. Paul to the apostle or to the Colossians, right? So St. Paul says that we have died and that our life is hidden with Christ. He's referring to our baptism and that through our baptism, through the power of the Holy Spirit, our bondage to sin is broken and sin no longer has us in a death grip. In baptism, we die to a life of sin and death and we rise to a new life of grace. Baptism infuses our souls with the grace to live our lives as part of the mystical body of Christ as we await the second coming and the general resurrection. Mm, amen to that. And you talk about the mystical body of Christ, and I, I think about sort of those when we talked about Palm Sunday and those seven last words last week, and I think about how beautiful when I think about the body of Christ and 
what nourishes this mystical body of Christ? Well, that's the Eucharist. Yes. And of course, we had so, so much of that Passover was tied to that Lord's Passover and that fulfillment of that old covenant. Um, I also have, a, while I'm pulling out quotes, I guess, this week, um, I have another St. Ignatius of Antioch quote here that talks about how he desires nothing but the Eucharist. It says this, Neither the food that decays nor the pleasure of this world satisfy me. What I want is the bread of God, which is the flesh of Christ, born of the descendants of David, and I desire no other drink but his blood, which is the charity that is never corrupted. Mm, and how beautiful, beautiful that is, yeah. right? And that's, again, draws us to, that's why we asked the, the uh, catechumens to wait before they receive the body of Christ to be fully incorporated yes. into the Catholic Church, to be able to desire exactly what St. Ignatius talked about there. Exactly, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the gospel. We have the stone is rolled away, Carla. Amen. We have a beautiful reading from the gospel of John today. Oh, yeah. And this just sets the stage. So there's early in the morning and Mary of Magdala, she she heads out to the tomb and she finds that the stone has been removed and she panics and she runs back to tell Simon and the other disciples. And so they take out, it says, uh, they take, they head out to the tomb. It says that uh, Peter and the other, the other, Peter and John went out to the tomb. They came to the tomb. And it, then we hear that the other disciple also went in, the one who arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and he believed. And we know that was John. John was younger and faster than Peter. So he arrived at the tomb <laughs> before Peter got there. And so, But he waited. He waited till Peter went in, and then he went in. And it was that moment of truth that removed any doubt that that disciple may have had three days earlier at the crucifixion. And it's this same truth, the truth of the resurrection that continues to feed us and lead us today. The experience of the disciples in today's gospel plays out over and over again for any of us who are willing to take a look inside the empty tombs of our hearts in search of truth and allow the grace of God to help us to see and believe. Amen. Uh, Alleluia. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.